All right, let's get down to business. Ready? To defeat the Huns. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome, everyone, to the Gravity Beard Podcast, your home for discussions and interviews with a variety of guests covering a wide range of topics. Today is another installment of This Week Today, where we look back on this day in history, sports, entertainment, and more. Let's get started. This is the Gravity Beard Podcast. Everyone, I'm Tof. I'm joined by my regular co-host, Lord Saunders. How are you, sir? I am fantastic. How are you, brother? I'm really good. I'm really good. Time is flying by, and believe it or not, Thanksgiving is this Thursday. I know. And you know what? I've got an insane, like, five days ahead of me, and uh, I'm at maximum stress level. And so I'm really hoping that when Thanksgiving comes around, I will look back and be like, man, job well done. I yeah. freaking nailed it. As opposed to, oh my God, I've had some catastrophic failures and now this day off is going to ruin my life. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wish you nothing but success. Thank you. I appreciate that. Where will you be for Thanksgiving? I will be with my lovely wife uh, and her family at her mom's house. Oh, cool. That's terrific. Yeah, it really is, man. Like, I, you know, this whole thing about like fighting with your family is like, not with her family. We have a great time, and they're incredible people. Oh, that's great to hear. Yeah. What about you, buddy? Okay. An advisor to the listeners. First, I'll be here where I normally am for Thanksgiving, and we're going over to my folks' house. We're taking everybody over there. But then immediately afterwards, we're loading the entire fam into the van, and we're heading down to Austin. Wow. So if you're listening to this right now, I'm currently in Austin, Texas. So hit me up. So what do they think about her marrying down? (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, let's get started. Look at the calendar of special days so everyone knows what to celebrate this week. Sweet. Kick us off, brother. And I'll kick us off. Yesterday was International Games Day. Is this like international playing games with your heart day? I don't know. I actually have no idea what that is. It shouldn't surprise you that I've not done any research on this. I think we ought to make it that right now. Done. Dunskies. Dunskies. All right. And today, 1119, is Mother Goose Parade Day. Quick anecdote. When I was a child, my mom took me to uh, a daycare called Mother Goose, and I hated it. (laughs) (laughs) I never went back after that. I threw a freaking tantrum, which is surprising because I usually got along with everybody. So screw you, Mother Goose. Tomorrow is National Absurdity Day, which, as we often do, we adjust the days. If tomorrow is National Absurdity Day... I hereby dedicate this day to the Gravity Beard interns. Oh, that is a fantastic thing. Yes. Declaration made. So I dub the Absurdity Day as National Gravity Beard Interns Day. This is fantastic. What a what a what a great call on that one. Thank you. Okay, so Wednesday is World Television Day, and I'm a huge fan of television and watching it, so I will be celebrating this day. <laughs> <laughs> I am as well, so I I also will be celebrating that accordingly. Yeah. Uh, And Thursday is Thanksgiving. Okay. Well, Friday is uh, the day after Thanksgiving, which is traditionally known as Black Friday, but I'd like to amend this to uh, be Black Eye Friday, where you get to go up and punch the person you hate the most in the eye. In the face, and it's totally allowed because it's Black Black Eye Eye Friday. Friday. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty perfect. There's also, did you know that there's a countercultural celebration on this day? A countercultural celebration? No. 
Yeah, it's called. And this, I'm not making a joke. This is actually a thing. It's called Buy Nothing Day. Really? Yeah. yeah I mean, which, I don't. I don't buy anything on Black Friday. I wait till Cyber Monday, and then I buy. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Speaking of Black Friday and just the ridiculousness that it is. You need to go. Every, not you, Adam, or you. You're, you could be included. <laughs> I could be included in the general if you, you want. But I'd like to advise our listeners to go out to YouTube and just Google or just search on YouTube Black Friday videos. And it, it's usually there's montages. I, I I saw a ten minute video that uh, that John McKay posted in our group. Actually, it's uh-huh. one of the most absurd things I've ever seen. Yeah, and it, it amazes me that it still happens. That's exactly what my response was. Like, what are you doing? Like, have you heard of the internet, morons? Have you heard, have you heard of Gravity Beard? <laughs> and, I mean, and, the internet. <laughs> and after that, have you heard of the internet? Because you don't have to do this ridiculousness anymore. Stop that. And, and haven't had to for years, actually. Years. years. Literally, the internet, I think this year, celebrated its 20th anniversary of being out in the mainstream. 20 years. And 10 of these years, you could have done this online. Yes. So so if, if you're... I don't, I'm going to offend almost our entire audience. If you go out shopping for Christmas, the day after Thanksgiving, and participate in Black Friday, you need to reevaluate. Yes. Yes. Like, literally pick any other day to go. Yeah, and hasn't it been proven, though, that like the deals aren't good on Black Friday and haven't been for years? Yes. I mean, so what, literally, what are you doing? This makes no sense to me. (laughs) All right. There. Rant and advisory issued. (laughs) Black Eye Friday. (laughs) Black Eye Friday. (laughs) All right. Well, with that out of the way, I would like to invite all of our listeners to join me in wrapping up this week of celebrations by celebrating my daughter Ellie's first birthday. Happy birthday. Yeah. I love you, sweet girl. I hope you get to listen to this when you're older so you can hear your dad wish you a happy birthday on your very first birthday. She won't listen. There's no way. Next. All right. Well, with that, let's turn our attention to history. Sweet. And I will start us off because I love history. So in 1718, on this week in 1718, Blackbeard is killed off the Outer Banks of North Carolina. All right. Well, this week in 1936, blues legend Robert Johnson makes his first ever recording. That's a big deal, man. Boy, is it ever. I mean, the, the story behind him is that he made a deal with the devil at the crossroads down in Georgia. Down at the crossroads, yep. Mm-hmm. And this week in 1963, President John F. Kennedy is assassinated. And interestingly, he was the fourth U.S. president to be assassinated. Can you name the other three? Nope. Well, you should be able to name one, at least. Well, well Lincoln, of yep. course. No, but he was trip and fall. <laughs> so, so maybe there's only two more. <laughs> two more, right? These facts are incorrect. The other two most people haven't heard of or, or always forget, and that is Garfield and McKinley. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Okay, so this week in 1971, D.B. Cooper jumps off an airplane never to be seen from again. That's crazy. Yeah. It's like about the perfect heist. Still not solved. And can I just say this? There's a guy who's been investigating, an independent guy that's been investigating the D.B. Cooper case that's uh-huh. reached out to me the first time, I don't know, a few months ago. Yeah. He tweeted me about a week ago with an article about him, about how he's put forth another candidate that people are starting to take seriously. Wow. Yeah. No lie. That is interesting. Yeah, that's no joke. Like, that actually happened. And so I I, just, I said, sweet. I mean, keep 
Stay in touch. Let me know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Call me. And this week in 1978 uh, was the mass suicide at Jonestown. And this is where the idiom drink the Kool-Aid comes from, because that's what they did. They drink the Kool-Aid and died. All right. This week in 1980, millions tune into the TV show Dallas to find out who shot JR. Man, 1980. Guess how many people around the world watch this TV episode? Five million. 350 million people. Holy Mary. Just to put it in context, that's over three times as many people that watch the Super Bowl. That's a, that, that's a lot of people, man. Worldwide, 300. I feel like that's still like a, a solid rating now. Oh, are you kidding me? That that would mean that every man, woman, and child in the United States was watching that show. Yeah. Yeah, that's a lot of people. I, I mean, especially in the 80s. I mean, geez. Yeah, seriously. Next. All right, Adam. It's time for the news. Ah, uh, yes. Please cue my favorite jingle. Something else that's been cropping up in our Facebook group for the show, the Gravity Beard Interns, is we very much appreciate that they have started providing us with news stories. Yes, and I, I think that they're great at providing quick hits, too. So, Well, it's funny you would say that because they're providing so many that in, in the only way for us to get to them is to do more than one story. So congratulations to everyone else, but sorry, Keith. Today we're doing News Quick Hits. <laughs> yes! News Quick Hits make my day better. All right, so here's news story number one. Okay. The article goes like this. It's hard not to wonder what it'd be like if advanced aliens are tuning into our planet right now, downloading the latest news and gossip in an attempt to understand just where our civilization is at. Hopefully... They gloss over a few details, particularly the colossal penis currently splashed across part of Australia. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Australia. So apparently someone is in, in a rural part of Victoria, Australia, in a dry lake bed, has created a giant, like a gigantic phallic drawing in the ground that you can see from space. Well, and as we know from Jess Ann specifically, Australia and New Zealand are the same thing. Yeah, they're exactly the same. So it's, pro- it's basically splash over two, two countries. That is correct. Now, if you want to find this, if you want to see this yourself, it's so large, in fact, that it's been spotted on Google Maps. So if you pulled up Google Maps right now on your computer and put in Aussie Wiener, you can see this. That's fantastic. Yes, and I can confirm that because I've done it. The, so I saw a thing today that said if aliens were to like uh, pass by the Earth right now, the way everything is here, that they would like roll up the windows, lock the doors, and keep driving. <laughs> <laughs> I don't doubt that. Yeah. But you have to admit, it is sort of impressive that someone took the time and effort to actually carve, carve out a giant penis that's large enough to see from space. I do, I do agree with you on that one. Like that's, that's taken that's, an incredibly childish prank to a to a scale that I don't think most people are willing to do. Yeah, it's it's easy to talk big when you're putting shaving cream on a windshield, but yeah, that can't be seen from space. <laughs> that's correct. So this is not the first time something like this has been done. Apparently, in 2007, students in Southampton, in the south of the UK, used weak weed killer to create. A more ver- 
This is what it says. A more viridian-colored penis on their school lawn that you could also see from space. It's like you're having a literal penis size contest <laughs> by who can get your stuff to be seen from space. Like, what? that's so ridiculous. But anyways, um, that's incredibly childish, but it's also hilarious, so I applaud them. Yes. Adam, now we move to our second quick hit. Yes, quick hit number two. That's right. And that takes us from the front bottom of the human to the back bottom. Okay. As reports are indicating that your anus will look spectacular this month. Oh, how did they conclude that? Well, here's what it says. It says, keep your eyes in the skies this month because your anus, Adam, will be at its closest point to Earth. This is known as opposition as it will be on the opposite side of the sun in our skies. Wow. Yeah. So at this position, just to put it in some context that you can all relate to, it will be just 1.7 billion miles from Earth compared to wow. its most distant position of 2 billion miles. Well, so it's like basically right there. Yeah, it's uh, right there in front of your face. So around this time, your anus, Adam, might uh-huh. just about be visible to the naked eye in the night sky, appearing a blue-green color. Can you vouch for that? Uh, I can. Yep. That your anus is a blue-green color? It's a blue-green color, but only during this time of the month. Huh, interesting. All right, yeah. so with binoculars or a telescope, folks, you should more easily be able to spot it near the constellation of Pisces in the southeast sky. The planet will be especially visible because it'll be so high. It will be at its highest position in the sky during opposition since February of 1963. Wow. Yeah. And this is the only interesting thing in our night sky this month, though. Around now, Mars and Venus, in addition to Uranus, Adam... Mars right. and Venus are both visible in the pre-dawn sky towards the east- eastern horizon. Now, if planets aren't your thing, then fear not. There will also also be there will also be a meteor shower this month. Ooh, yeah! Looking towards Orion, you can see about ten to fifteen meteors per hour. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. So I have this app called the Sky Guide, and it's like kind of like provides a real time map of the place, and so. You can see the International Space Station flying over, all kinds of good stuff. This little app helps you out. Oh, there you go. That's pretty helpful. So, yeah, so I can't wait to get notified of the uh, Uranus. I mean, you should be aware of Uranus. Well, right. I'm talking about your anus, not my anus. <laughs> oh, you want to be more aware of my anus. Right. Huh. Okay. I mean, I think I think meteor showers and constellations, all that, those are you know fascinating. But Adam, I, I would guess most people are, are going to be focused on Uranus. I agree. And what better time of the month? I agree as well. All right, finally, Adam, our last quick hit. Yes? China unveils plans to launch artificial moon by 2020. What? Right. Oh, I've heard about this. Yeah, so according to the article, China unveils a plan to launch its own artificial moon to replace streetlights in just over a year's time. That is incredible. And some Truman Show stuff right there. It really is. But let's get into the details because I don't know if you're going to be as impressed as the headline would indicate. Right. So here's some details. An illumination satellite designed to complement light from the real moon may be launched in the southwestern city of Chengdu in 2020. First of all, that's right around the corner. So that's going to happen soon. Right. 
So here's where it becomes less impressive, in my opinion. It says the artificial... First of all, you know, even if you don't know that much about Chinese ge- geography, you know that, that the size of China, it's a very large country ge- geographically, Correct. right? Correct. It says that the artificial moon will be able to light up an area with a diameter of 50 miles. Okay. So that's not that impressive, is it? Well... 50 miles compared I mean, to the, the size of the entire country of China? No, I don't think that the size in and of itself is like necessarily impressive of like the beam radius. However, like, are you going to have that moon from space light down on the city? Like, that's crazy. Well, I, I understand that. I mean, I, I think the concept is kind of interesting, but they're just launching the one moon and the one moon is only going to cover 50 miles of the entire country. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I feel you on that, for sure. So on one hand, you're like, whoa, artificial moon, that sounds really impressive. But then you're like, eh, like, eh, like who, yeah. who cares? Like, how are they going to decide decide which 50-mile portion of the country they're going to light up? Yeah, what if they move it around? Like, today's your day for the moon. But, like, just when you get to that size, you're like, that's actually really dumb. That For, for all the effort that it probably right. takes to launch the artificial moon, and then you realize it's 50 miles, you're like, that's incredibly stupid. Yeah, and a waste. So anyways, Wu Chunfeng, chairman of the Chengdu Aerospace Science and Technology Microelectronic System Research Institute. Hmm. How about that name? Yeah. I'd like to suggest to Mr. Chunfeng that you shorten the name of your organization. Yeah. Well, like you shorten the beam of your moon. <laughs> yeah. Make the beam of your moon larger. Make the name of your company shorter. <laughs> I mean, that's just one podcaster's opinion. Right. He suggested it's now ready after testing began years ago, although it didn't say oh, wow. which, how, how many number of years. Announcing the news on October 10th, Mr. Chung Fang said the illumination satellite would be eight times brighter than the actual moon and would be bright enough to replace street lighting. Eight times wow. brighter than the actual moon? That's kind of... I get, I, all right, so... Well, it, it, it's an impressive feat, but with like a disappointing result. Well, I, I think they focused too much on how bright it was and should have designed it to illuminate a greater area. Or maybe they're like, you're going to sit here and criticize the fact that we got a moon to light an area. <laughs> 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 you know, of like, like, what have you done? Like, well, we criticized your moon. <laughs> <laughs> well, sir, sir, have you heard of Gravity Beard? <laughs> That's the main thing. It does say that the artificial moon will have a dusk-like glow. Okay, that's pretty yeah. good. Now, this is the last thing I'll say about it. It says that the inspiration for the satellite came from a French artist who imagined hanging a necklace made of mirrors above the Earth, which could reflect sunshine. That sounds very, very French to me. <laughs> the suggestion to hang a necklace made of mirrors above the Earth. And the artificial moon sounds very much like a Chinese version of that French idea. That is uh, an incredibly accurate statement. Um, Like like a bunch of Frenchmen sitting around saying, hey, why don't we hang a a giant necklace of mirrors above the earth? And the Chinese are like, no, no, no. no. we got this. Stand back. That's a great idea. Instead, we're going to launch an artificial moon. Yeah, they're like, here's my, hold my hot tea. See, (laughs) I feel like, I feel like though that it's like, if you mean to tell me you got the idea from that and not the Truman Show, you're lying. <laughs> right. I just think the Chinese insp- the Chinese idea from that inspiration was much grander Very and much Chinese. more much more pragmatic and it even has kind of a Dr. Evil element to it. And totally. You know it's going to be a death ray. 
<laughs> yeah. Well, thank goodness it only covers fifty square, you know, fifty miles. That's right. Because that can right. only it only it can only kill fifty miles worth of people. Yeah, it can't boil the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! All right. Well, we tried to get to as many stories as we could, but Adam, we still landed here. Man, it sucks every time. We, yeah, we don't have time for our next story. With this headline. Florida grandmother pops out teeth to scare off nude man on back porch. <laughs> uh, another Florida man story. Yeah, that story comes to us courtesy of our intern, Luke. Luke, we promise to make every effort to get to it in a future episode. Every single effort, brother. Everyone. Oh, and, and thank you, Casey, for providing our space quick hits this week. Um, yeah, Casey actually sent, to, sent all three of those stories to us. Oh, wow. That's cool. And of course, sorry, Keith. Yeah, I'm not sorry. He's jockeying for my position. <laughs> Next. All right. Well, with that, let's turn to birthdays. Yes. So I'll kick us off. And yesterday, November 18th, Kirk Hammett turned 56, which blows my mind. He, of course, is the lead guitarist of Metallica. Happy birthday, and sir. Absolutely. Um, and today, the 19th, uh, Jordy Foster turns 56. And... She's amazing at basically everything she does, and most notably, Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, she was great. And on Wednesday, I would like Josh Hallmark to know that Bjork turns 53. The big 5-3. Now, the reason I bring that up is because if you don't know, if you're not aware of Josh's hatred for Bjork, then you should reach out to him and have him tell you that story. (laughs) I bet it's a good one. He's awesome. Yeah, Josh had a personal encounter in a bar in New York with Bjork that led to his hatred for for her. Uh, That sucks, man. (laughs) Yeah, for Bjork. Yeah, seriously. I mean, like, I'd rather have Josh Hallmark as my friend. Legitimately. Absolutely. Okay, so on the same day, also on Wednesday, Goldie Hawn turned 72. Interesting. And Hall of Fame quarterback and former Dallas Cowboy Troy Aikman turns 52. And on Saturday... The 24th, Colin Hanks, Tom Hanks' son, turns 41. Happy birthday. Indeed. All right. How about some born this week, but now dead? (laughs) All right. We do have one born on this day, now dead. Robert Kennedy died in 1968 at the age of 43. Darn it. Next. All right. Adam, I have some good news and I have some bad news. Bad news first. All right. We had to send the Amazing Fact Generator out for repairs again. That thing is like the most unreliable thing ever. Yes, but the good news is, and I have multiple pieces of good news. Oh. One, it's back. Yes. Two, it still generates amazing facts just like before. (laughs) They are amazing. They are quite amazing. But now it has a new ability that it didn't have before. And what's that? Well, it's now able to generate random inspirational quotes. Ooh, I like that. I know. All right, I will go first. Perfect. Oh, this is a good one. Make yesterday your husband. Make yesterday your husband? Uh-huh. Adam, why don't you generate an inspirational quote? All right, I'll do just that right now. If you are not your true self in the sauna, there is no need for the sauna. <laughs> huh all right yeah Mm-hmm. that is inspiring isn't it though yeah for sure 
All right. Well, good. Um, I don't know. I think the jury's still out on the on the new ability of the amazing fact generator. We'll have to we'll have to keep working on that. Yeah, I think that need that needs like an install update feature. <laughs> Next. All right. Well, let's move on. Adam, it's time to move on to one of your favorite segments. Okay. Lottery loser of the week. Yes, I love lottery losers. <laughs> <laughs> because they're so inspiring. That's right. Inspiro lottery losers. All right. So in 2004, Adam, Sharon Tirabasi, a single mother who had been on welfare, cashed a check from the Ontario Lottery and Gaming Court for more than $10 million. I bet she was happy about that. I would imagine. She spent her money on a big house, fancy cars, designer clothes, lavish parties, exotic trips, handouts to family, and loans to friends. Wow. And then this happened. It said in less than a decade, she was back riding the bus, working part-time, and living in a rented house. Ouch. Now, luckily, Tirabasi put some of her windfall in trust for her six children who can claim the money when when they turn 26. Oh. I find it curious that she had the forethought to do this, but not to prevent herself from blowing through $10 million in a few years. Yeah, I mean, it seems like you... I mean, it, it's definitely doable, but you really have to try to blow $10 milli. In any case, uh, mm-hmm. we're very sorry. We're sorry, Sharon, that you weren't able to hold on to your $10 million. Yeah, but good on your kids for having something to look forward to. <laughs> <laughs> right. Next! All right, Adam. Well, that brings us to the end of another episode of This Week Today. Dang it, bro. I hate when we get to the end of our episodes. I know. I do as well. But before we go, is there anything you'd like to promote? Yes. I can finally reveal. I mean, it's been it's been released in some form or fashion. But I'd like to announce that I have joined with Carrie McGinnis from the Blazing Caribou Studios that we will now be doing a podcast called Feast on History. Wow. What is that about? It's really cool, actually. Basically, you take a love of history and a love of food, and you combine them together, and it is the history of the foods that we know and love. You know, the origins of the foods that we eat are fascinating, and so we kind of explore where the food that we eat and love comes from. It's fantastic. That sounds delicious and interesting. It is, and Carrie is incredible on this show. We've got so many ideas going on, and she's just incredible. She's a great podcaster. Obviously, she founded the Blazing Caribou Studios. So, that's great. I can't wait to hear it. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Look forward yeah. to uh, some feedback on it. For sure. All right. Well, then I'd also like to promote my side project, Life is Messy. That's a podcast I'm doing with our friend Sarah Stapleton. It's about navigating the complexities of adult life while maintaining your sense of humor and sanity. Please come check it out. Subscribe and listen on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, or any other podcatcher. And join us in our Facebook group for the show. Just search Life is Messy. Gravity Beard is a proud member of the Podfix Network. It's a terrific lineup of shows. Go to podfixnetwork.com to check out the entire network lineup or search at Podfix on Twitter. Also, please check out Podfix Presents. Chris Brayton of More Gooder Than and me of this show are in the middle of our NFL recap show. That's just a short show where he and I talk about football, the uh, past games and the upcoming games of the weekend. You can subscribe to it on any podcast app. Just search Podfix Presents. There are three ways you can donate to our show. Patreon, PayPal, and Venmo. All the details and links are in the show notes. You can find our show on Twitter by searching at The Gravity Beard. We also have a Facebook group for the show. It's called The Gravity Beard Interns. It's easily one of the funniest places on the internet, I promise. And of course, the number for The Gravity Beard Hotline is 321-465-2180. We'll play those messages at our next staff meeting. 
Our theme song is Sophomore Makeout. We also used The Only Girl, both by Silent Partner. Their stuff can be found on the YouTube audio library. You've been listening to This Week Today on Gravity Beard. Thank you for listening, and we hope you all have a wonderful Thanksgiving. And as always, stay cursory, friends. This was a podcast from the Podfix Network. You can check out more shows like it at podfixnetwork.com.